Chernobyl are we supposed to do with they coming in with their mandates and everything? I'm tired of these mandates. I I'm know. tired of them telling Purdy what we can and can't do in the church. And if I'm going to tie up Bobby Bogburn hanging upside down and beat him with pillows and milk candies and monies fall out for the Lord, well, they can't make a law against that. That's against religious freedom. Okay, and we're on the air. Hi, everyone. Oh. I'm Catherine Damiano. Hello. Welcome oh, to Astro Love. Oh. I'm going to go over the planets and that energy that I know you're all obsessed with and fixated on, even though it's bullshit. But you audiences love the bullshit because you can't handle the truth. And kind of like that. The sun is in Leo. The moon is in Virgo. The Mercury's in Leo. Venus and Mars are in Virgo. Jupiter and Saturn are retrograde in Aquarius. Uranus is in Taurus. And Neptune is retrograde in Pisces. Pluto retrograde Capricorn. Chiron retrograde Aries. And that's enough of that bullshit. I want to talk about blending in and being beige and being boring. Because Americans are now finally against individuality and against their own authentic heart selves. So we're taking a turn here in a new radical direction where you don't matter anymore and I'm inviting all of you to come to my re-education programming where I tell you you don't matter that's right no one matters anymore you don't matter you don't matter you can just set yourself up for Satan for him to come and infect you even more than you's already infected with the China virus from China we named diseases after the place they came from and this was released from a military lab of bioweapons in China by the Chinese Communist Party because you don't matter and the Chinese people don't matter. Russians don't matter. All these people in these countries run by tyrants need to understand that you people don't matter. You people in Germany don't matter. You people in the United Kingdom don't matter as much as Meghan Markle and your royal family. You keep letting take all your money. You keep, you don't matter. You don't matter. <laughs> That's right. And uh, no one thinks you matter. You don't think you matter. <laughs> so why shouldn't you be taken advantage of and have all your money taken away? You don't matter. That's right. And you know what you need to do for state and local and federal employees. You need to bake them some cookies because they can't handle the stress of having a lifelong patient check and pension based off the hard work of people in the private sector who really know the value of a dollar. Fuck the communists who are government employees. They're just, they're just fascists. They're just bastard communist people and they don't matter and they know you don't matter and that's why we're doing our re-education program because you don't matter. Hi, um, Johnny, you put me through. Um, have you two been, like, sniffing the shag rug that's under Glenda's funky feet again? Because, like, um, I thought the world was bad enough, and I don't understand the world anymore, like, what's going on. But now I don't even understand you on our own network and what's going on. So, like, are you kidding me with us? Oh, Jonathan, you was asking a question that you assume an answer to is going to come back to you as if you matter. You don't matter, Jonathan. I don't matter. Catherine don't matter. Nobody matters except the elites. We must bow down to them and lick their buttocks and their oot shoot 
and then stick our monies up their oot-shoot hole because all they want is our money. They don't want us. Don't you know that by now, Jonathan? That's right, Jonathan. Even the black lives don't matter according to how blacks lives actually get lived. And of course, that's ignored in the media. And so, yeah, kind of like that. Isn't this against, like, everything this network stands for? I mean, has this been taken over? Has the network been taken over? Like, did someone not send me the memo? I don't know what's going on. Hey, Glenda, I don't know what's going on either. I don't recognize the show, you know. I used to like to tune in because it was weird, it was funny, it was, you know, kind of asinine. You know, it was one of the things that kept me... <laughs> So healthy along with my smoking. But now I don't recognize the show. I don't recognize my comfortable late night radio I used to listen to. I fall asleep. I was thinking nothing matters anymore. Does anything matter? you called in, Linda. Yes. We're supposed to do this experiment. That's right. And this, none of this, anything we've been saying is real. No. It's all been some kind of a test. That's right. The CDC wants us to run. It's part of the new narratives program from the super spies and the CIA. Isn't that right, Catherine? That is right, Glenda. If you had not called in, we would have had to have kept going. But because you are of a free mind and sound mind and body, I hope. Please don't cough while I'm saying this. Or fart. That kind of like broke the spell and that got us out of the experiment. Um, we're not supposed to be talking this way. We know that. But these were orders that came down from the CIA and the CDC who are into this woke narrative nonsense. So you're saying the idiots at Langley and one of those floors in the Pentagon actually believe in that stuff you were saying at the top of the show? Don't they know my taxpayer dollars pay their pensions when I don't even have one? <coughs> Do they know that, little fucker? Oh my goodness, that is unchristian language, Glenda, but we knows what you're saying, and that's right, Jonathan, it's they still believe this narrative nonsense. We're supposed to pass on a narrative because they said if you don't say this narrative the way we want you to say it, then we're coming to get you. And I said, well, Jesus is coming to get you. And then they hung up on me. And then I, I think they're still listening in on my phones. You know, I got my phones tapped. Everything's tapped at the church. Why are the folks at Langley listening to you and your Fred Flintstone mobile of a church? Yeah, you got state secrets on them, honey, or something like you blackmail them with. That they, maybe they're scared of you, that you know something about them they don't like. Oh, Glenda, if you only knew about me and Anne-Marie Sespatch. <laughs> We've got, and Dinah Chinette, you know, she sells China Dinettes. I've got so much dirt on the CIA, it's just unfathomable. Um, but they erased all my hard drives, so I can't prove it anymore. But I did have that evidence. They even hacked into our Bibles at the church, and they tried to erase all the pages, even though there's ink on them, but they couldn't erase them because it's not a hard drive, it's a Bible, Glenda. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying you think the CIA or someone in the U.S. government tried to hack into your printed book? Bible? Like, how 
is that even possible? Oh, it's possible. They've someone I can't remember who has developed an LED sound situation where they can tap into the LED flashlight on your iPhone, and through the tiny, teeny, tiny fluctuations in that LED light, it picks up the sound in the room, and they is able to record the sound and decipher it according to how the LED light waves bounce amongst the sound waves in the room. Oh, they've got all kinds of technological ways to get into the Bible. I could shine a flashlight on it. They could probably read it through the sound waves coming off the page of Jesus. You know that TV show, Ripley's Believe It or Not? It used to be on like 200 years ago, you know. You remember that back in the blacksmith days of early television 200 years ago when Lincoln and Jefferson Washington would watch TV in Jeopardy. And they had technology back then, too. The Illuminati was into television sets for President Lincoln. I think he watched the Brady Bunch in the love boat. No, Glenda, I think you're, like, you've added too many zeros to the number. It's probably 20 years ago when people were watching the love boat and Ripley's Believe It or Not, but not our founding fathers, Glenda. That's that's not possible. Well, it is, honey. If they use today's technology and go back in time through a wormhole through that Nazi base in Antarctica that Catherine was talking about on News to News Radio, a few months ago I heard the whole thing about an underground Nazi base and the UFO base and all that shit. Well, my point is is that they's listening in all the time, Jonathan, all these folks from Langley and and all these military bases, he's always listening in to Purdy. No, but see, my point is, how do you know it's the United States and not someone posing as the United States, but it's actually someone like, oh, I don't know, Russia or China or Iran or oh. Venezuela no, or no, some no. ditzhead in Cuba? Cuba? I mean, how do you know it's the United oh. States? Oh, that is a good question, you guys. You should go and judge Judy and have her talk about this. No, that is a good point. Yes, how do you think it's the United States? Because Nancy Grace is not talking about it, and if she's not talking about it, it's probably happening, because Nancy Grace is prejudiced against people who go through real problems, and she only talks about fake problems. That's what I read in the National Enquirer and the Star and the Daily Mail about this. And besides, Jonathan, I know it's the United States doing that because I get a note in the mail saying, this is the United States, we's watching you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Trying to cover it up by having it postmarked through China. Oh, see that? I'm trying to fool you. Are you sure it wasn't postmarked through Nigerian email scams? I'm just, you know. No, I know what you're saying, John. So what do you mean it was postmarked from China? I didn't know this. You didn't mention that in our pre-meeting that actually went on, the, part of it went on the air before the show started. You didn't say it was from China. Well, I did say so right now that it was from China. I just said it. I did not say it. I said it. How do you think China went back in time to a wormhole? Do they have that technology? Oh my God, maybe they're the ones always solving the problems in Jeopardy. They're solving the puzzle, not letting us Americans win Jeopardy anymore. No, no, no. This is all BS. This is, like, pathetic. This is just so beneath this network and this show, Catherine. I can't believe you allow this level of idiocy on this show. None of this makes sense. You got a letter postmarked through China saying, we're the United States. Yes. Oh, jeez. Well, I believed it. It had a little Chinese fortune in there from a Chinese fortune cookie, and I thought that was good luck. 
So I thought it was Tales oh the Tricks. Oh my god. Why well, shouldn't I believe because it? Because everyone's trying to hack into everyone these days. <gasps> oh my god. This is so obviously a hoax. I am not making this up as a hoax. I'm telling you it's the truth. No. I got a letter from the United States government from China saying, oh we's listening to you. That's... Please click on this link in your text on your phone. And we'll let you know that if you don't get the car warranty, then the IRS is going to come and collect your house Yo, from you. This is a scale. Something like that. And then it was from some nice man in Nigeria. The copy I got in my email. Oh my god. And I got all these links that I haven't had time to click on yet, so I gotta do that tonight. Oh my god, you're so lucky and so popular in the global eye, oh. and you're just so famous. No, this is... I wish someone sent me a link to click on, I could win the lottery. No, Glenda. Oh my god, you know, can you just think that I'd buy a casino, honey? I'd live on the penthouse floor. Uh-huh. Wouldn't have to go downtown the public toilet anymore. I'd have a lifetime supply of luxury toilet paper that's not recycled. No, see, this is a scam. Pastor Man. This is all a scam. You should never click on a link that you get in your text on your phone when you don't know who it's from because it's probably a hacker or a scammer or both. And you could be compromised if you click on that link. It could literally delete everything on your phone or they could send you ransomware, which means they lock your phone until you pay them millions of dollars. And you should never answer any email with these links, especially from Nigeria or Iran or China or Russia, because they're always doing this. It's oh. called a phishing scheme. Fishing? And they're phishing for dollars. Yeah, the FBI is trying to be on top of it, but there's so much of it these days. You oh just can't gosh. be too prepared and too secure with these scammers. With these fishing for dollars thing, that was the name of one of our fundraisers five years ago. We did that five years ago, and so they stolen Pernin's idea of fishing for dollars. I had my little Moses moat and everything, and I filled it with fish, goldfish, because I didn't want to scare anyone, especially Bobby Bogler. You listening, Bobby? Pretty it on to you. And so I filled it with goldfish, and I sprinkled the food in there and everything, and I said, now, come to the church where it's going to be fishing for dollars. The more goldfish you get out in your little pouch, then the more dollars you have to give to Jesus tonight. And so nobody showed up, and so that was a failed marketing campaign. We had to re-engineer that, and I just said, well, just come to the church and get saved then for free. See, then I got more money in the offering bowls anyway. So we never did fishing for dollars again, even though I was always fishing for dollars. I just don't call it that. Oh, God, I wish I would have thought of fishing for dollars. You know how many fountains there are in Vegas? I could have just... You know, I just got, could have gone to Petco and bought a couple of fish for five bucks, you know, and dumped them in the fountains and said, Hey! Come over here fishing for dollars. The more fish you get, the more money you have to pay me. And if I didn't say that, they would have paid me anyway. God, what do I think of that? Well, you should be lucky you didn't think of it, Glenn, because <laughs> they probably would have called an ambulance and taken you away in a straitjacket to a psych ward. That's right, Glenda. You don't want to spend the rest of your life in a psych ward with those padded walls. Everything's white and it's disinfected yeah. and it just smells like alcohol. That's right, Glenda. They call it the loony bin for lunatics. 
They take the lunatics away on the night of the lunar. That's the moon. I read that in the Bible once. Uh, or maybe it was the Inquirer. Yeah. But anyways, Glenda, is you a lunatic? Yeah, honey, I like all white interiors and mattresses on the wall. I could have a new wardrobe and a lifetime supply of white, unrecycled toilet paper. So maybe I'm, Where is the sock ward estate? Is that what it's called? Kensington sock ward apartments? What is it? No, Glenda. They're talking about the nut house, you know, the loony bin, the f- <laughs> the funny farm, the psychiatric ward where crazy people go to spend the rest of their days on drugs so that they don't harm themselves or anyone else, and they wear a straight jacket. Yeah. Do you even know what a straight jacket is? A straight jacket sounds like something that's not Italian fashion, but just some boring American cut style of coat. Is that what it is? No, Glenda, a straight jacket is something that they put your arms in and and then you got, you know, like when you fold your arms on your chest, it would be a straight jacket that you would make that pose all the time, only you can't move out of that pose. You'd be wrapped like a mummy, and you'd be strapped in that position forever, Glenda. You don't want to be strapped down like a mummy, taking drugs and putting pillows over your face. Like in that movie about the cuckoo's nest and the Indian choked uh, Jack Nicholson by putting a pillow over his face. And the big nurse. You don't want to be haunted by big nurse, Ugh. do you, Glenda? And that was the same big nurse that was the retarded scientist in the Andromeda strain when the red light went on and she went into a daze and she just stood stood there and she stared at it and she went into a trance and she was a dumb cluck. Just a dumb cluck who didn't get the experiment right and she caused the end of the world. That's that same nurse woman. No, those are fictional movies that had the same actress playing the role of Big Nurse and that other character in the Andromeda strain, but that's not the point. Glenda, you don't want to go... Well, maybe you do want to go to a psych ward. I don't know why you would want to go into a psych ward. Actually, the people on this show are pretty crazy anyway, so maybe, you know, in a psych ward they'd be just as crazy, but at least sedated. You know, honey, if you've ever been on the strip in Vegas around, you know, 2 a.m. <laughs> when all the shows get out and everyone's tired of drinking, it's just kind of like the same thing as a nut house and a psych ward. They walk around like zombies, falling down all over the place, and just a bunch of idiots who've been on drugs all day, and it just happens to be a legal sale of alcohol. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's just uh, Vegas for you, you know. Glenda, the next time you want to give that testimony to Jesus, I think you should come to the church and say that, because I got a people, I got a bunch of people in the congregation that I know as secret sinners behind the scenes. That's why I'm doing my undercover ministries, the hidden sinners across America. And I got some families that live in Vegas, and they drive to church because of the guilt, and so they come to my church. But I know they're gambling because they's not putting enough money in the offering bowls, and I just need to get some more equipment. So I can string them up next to Bobby Bogler and beat them with pillows like a pinata until the candies and monies fall out, but they're spending their money in Vegas, and that's a lunatic bin. Yeah, so, yeah, Glenda, I can start to understand why a psych ward might sound like a relief compared to what happens on this show and in Vegas, I'm just saying. Yeah, Sylvia had a relative end up in a psych ward. She was always getting shock treatments and she liked to pour vinegar on herself all the time. She said, she said, I think I'm a pickle. I think I'm a pickle. 
I think I'm a pickle. I think, and they just basically pickled her. You know what, with the combination of the vinegar and the shock treatments, she really was a pickle, which is like a form of a vegetable. So, you know, she was telling the truth. That is a very dark story, Glenda. I think that goes into the category of the bad mojo, and we need to have the rest of the show be about some lift and the good choo-choo and not the bad mojo, you know, so that we're all in compliance with company guidelines. And not that stupid narrative we had to start the show with just because of Fauci and his new mandates of narratives. Oh, I'm so sick of these narratives. I got my notice yesterday. I'm supposed to talk more fear to my congregation. You gotta wear the mask and get the vaccine or you's gonna die. You's gonna die. We're all gonna die. And so I'm supposed to say it's... I was supposed to say it as sound as scary as possible, so I gotta work that up, because usually I'm not used to trying to scare the congregation. I just try to be mad at them so they give me more money. I mean, you know Jesus. Yeah. Well, he knows what I'm saying. Well, you know, I think that's interesting, because yesterday some Jehovah's Witnesses came by wearing masks, and they wanted me to let them in my house and listen to their presentation about... Why I could get a better vaccine passport from their church instead of from the state. I thought it was a scam, so I'd Sylvia come over. Because, you know, she's got her funky feet that I always make her sit in a bucket of bleach before she comes over. We have popcorn, watch the love boat. And I could say, oh, just a minute. Sylvia, I'm on the phone. I start popcorn, watch the love boat later. She just came over, we're gonna have popcorn. But anyway, so her feet was so bad, and I didn't tell her last night that she had to soak her feet in the bleach, so they was all funked up and stanky, ready to go, and <laughs> you should have seen them Jehovah's Witnesses. They almost passed out. I said, you know, would you like me to open a window? And they said, no, we'd like you to open the door. We'd like to leave so we can breathe again. I said, oh, you can't breathe? That sounds familiar, like George Floyd, and they didn't think it was funny, neither did I, I just um, wanted him to leave. Well, that was very streetwise of you, Glenda, um, you know, to handle people yeah. like that that way. Oh, yeah. so awesome. Well, these religious nut jobs that proselytized door-to-door like they were a fuller brush salesman, thinking that Jesus sold car wash brushes. He didn't sell car wash brushes. <laughs> he carried a stick and drew pictures in the dirt and said, I come not to destroy the law but to fulfill the law and then I like to say send in all your money and then the congregation usually just gets it and if they don't all I have to do is snap and point to Bobby Bogner strung up upside down in the back of the room swinging like a pinata and I said do you see that if you don't put that money in them offering bowls now Jesus is coming to get you and I'm taking this pillow I got a big body size pillow a body pillow and I said, I will go and beat Bobby Bogler until the candies and monies fall out again. He's just like a bottomless pit of candies and monies. I don't know where he gets it. It just keeps falling out, so we just keep stringing him up and beating the monies and candies out of him. That sounds better than Halloween. Can I come there on Halloween and get my candy and dollars, too? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it when the smoke comes out between the cap of my teeth like a dragon. <laughs> 
Cheerio. Keeps me healthy. Well, I thought we were on the track to sanity, but I see I've been fooled again. <laughs> it happens a lot on this show. There's stuff that's said, then it's reversed, and then flipped upside down, and oopsie-doodle, and blacksy-bluesy, and I don't know what's happening anymore. Are you back on the narrative? I thought we was done with that. That's part of what's in my notes I got right here. Um, let's see, from the CDC, sound confusing and contradict yourselves every other day. Say one thing on Monday, say the opposite on Tuesday. That's from Dr. Fauci himself, so I'm just, are we done with that now? I thought we was done with that because Glenda called me. Oh, let me see my notes because my, I got the emotional notes. See, you got the content notes, I got the psychological warfare notes about which emotions to do on Monday and then which emotions to do on Tuesday. Chocolate, here are my notes from uh, the CDC on how it's supposed to emotionally trigger the audience. Okay. She's going to get that file. I don't think it's relevant right now because we're actually done with it because you did call in, Glenda. We don't have to do the narratives. Well, who comes up with these narratives? That's what I want to know. Is it your friends or the talking brooches back in the Pentagon, honey, or Langley, or the Air Force bases, or is it from the aliens? Are they talking to us through the 5G technology and the chips and the vaccines? Because, you know, that's part of the depopulation program. That's right. So that the aliens can have our planet. I saw that on a special documentary series that was made up about Bohemian Grove and the Illuminati talking to the lizard people with David Icke. He's got a whole bunch of lizard people he talks to. He thinks Queen Elizabeth is a lizard and that George W. Bush is a lizard. Uh, oh, my goodness. If anyone should be in a loony bin in a straitjacket with white walls, it's that David Icke person. Uh, you know, he talks about London Broil. No, it's London Real, honey. It's not his show. He's just on it too much. I like the other people that got prettier accents. I think it's a lot more entertaining. Reminds me of Meryl Streep. <laughs> Good old Meryl Streep. Oh, my God. Did you see her in Lincoln? She can play anything. No, I don't think she was in the movie Lincoln. Glenda, I think you're confusing her with totally different cast. Yeah, she was in Lincoln. She played Lincoln, and then she was in that movie, Precious. Yeah, that was amazing. Oprah loved that movie. Meryl Streep can do anything. I liked her in the Wonder Woman 1984 movie and the Justice League movie where she plays Wonder Woman's mama, the Queen Hippolyta or something like that. She's so different looking in that. Don't even look like her, but she got that other new accent again. Yeah, she was in that whole action series of the last three Star Wars movies. You remember that? She had the lightsaber, the double red and blade lightsaber. Oh my gosh, she's so athletic too. She can dance, she can move, she can do anything. <laughs> oh god, no, I don't even know what the point is anymore of even saying facts and truth when people don't even recognize it anymore. Why am I on this show? I don't even know what things are doing anymore. I don't even know how to speak um, correct like correctly. I don't even know what that word is anymore. If it's even grammatically correct, are we supposed to speak anymore? Is you back on the narrative again? Pretty confused. I'm gonna go on the popcorn diet and see if I can lose weight. Cause I heard that fat people get COVID. And I heard the explanation as to how it works with the body chemistry. But I couldn't repeat it to you. But I understood it while they were saying it. And I think Pastor Man, I gotta have to go to the doctor and get one of those chew tabs he was talking about the other night. 
right? That was raspberry flavored and looks like Fred Flintstone. Oh, that's right. Today I took the chew tab that looks like pebbles, and tomorrow I'm scheduled to take the chew tab that looks like Bam Bam. And so that's, and then there's Dino. That's another one. That one is flavored grape. And that way I get all my different chew tabs done. I got the Fred Flintstone, the Wilma, the Barney, the Betty, uh, Pebbles and Bam Bam and Dino. And they're all in fun, fruity flavors, so I don't have to taste that medicinal quality yeah. of this medication they got for Permian. Yeah, I went to a place last night in the clearance bin for facial products, you know, to remove wrinkles. And there was a bottle of Kaopectin in there, so I picked it out. I told Sylvia, hey, what the hell? I didn't know Kaopectin got rid of wrinkles. Maybe someone put the Kaopectin in the facial bin by mistake, Glenda. Um, well, you know. But, Jonathan, no, everyone knows backstage that if you want to get rid of wrinkles and tighten your face, what you do is you put Preparation H on your face. It's what all the stars and celebrities, oh, are, do booty all paste. The celebrities are doing it, Jonathan. Booty paste on your face? That is just a sin right there. That is sin. Well, that fits Hollywood. They're all a bunch of ass kissers anyway. Maybe they need Preparation H on their face. <laughs> I like you, Jonathan. You got real class. Oh, well, I am turned off again. I see this is not a serious place for a conversation about Jesus if you was talking about booty paste on the face. I'm gonna go back and make plans for Bobby Bogler. Maybe I need a bigger pillow. Bye. Good night, honey. Well, I gotta get going, you guys. I gotta get the bleach water ready for Sylvia, cause she's here now. And, you know, her feet really just stink. I mean, it's just bad, but <laughs> anytime the proselytizers come by and want to sell Jesus to me, I just say, let me introduce you to Sylvia. She helps me make these decisions, and then I just get them out. <laughs> so I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Okay. Alright, good night, Linda. So, Catherine, um, <laughs> yeah. now that it's <laughs> the least amount of people on this show, oh God, probably I'm the most finally. sane it's been tonight, oh, no. I'm just going to say good night. Okay. Um, Chim Chimini, <laughs> the old chap. Okay. And I will talk to you the next time I call in. Okay, so good, yeah. Hopefully, we'll know why next time. Anyway, okay. Good night. Good night, Jonathan. Oh my god, next time we're going to talk about topics and subjects that make sense without this stupid thank you, Jocelyn. It's the end of the show. Better late than never, I suppose. Here are my notes from the CDC. They, with this stupid narrative bullshit strategy they got. Oh, let me see the fine print on this. Um, if I zoom in with my telescopic eyes. Yeah, this was written at Langley. Figures. You idiots. Don't even know what you're doing. Oh my god, I wish I had my hard drive with the dirt on you. <laughs> oh, the things I can do with Mike Lindell. I don't even know Mike Lindell. Is his... Jocelyn, is Mike Lindell still doing that live presentation of his alleged election cyber whatever? Yeah, so, um... I have to go in and turn my cameras on because we've got bugs all over that room. Langley knows all about it. We've been listening in all night to this narrative about how the election was stolen and blah blah and cyber this and cyber that. So I have to go monitor that now. Good night.